We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Nope, nope, unmute. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. <laughs> hey, man, G's not producing, but I got to fuck this up, you know, somehow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the MHB postgame show. I'm your host for tonight, Frankie G. With me, thank you, thank you. With me is the reality check master, Tiffany Meeks. Hey, how y'all doing? Love it, love it. Uh, Bon, Siobhan, Bezlo. I don't know what your intro was. I haven't heard it in a while. I know. Yeah. <laughs> the hostess with the mostest, Siobhan Bezlo. Sure. But we have a very, very important video to start the show with. I'm here with your boy, Max. What's up, Tiff? How you doing? Hope everything's well. Cheers. <laughs> That's your Look boy. That. Look at your That's boy. That's my boy. Look at that. When when you when 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 you just don't give up. When you don't <laughs> give up. The Miami Heat did not give up. They did not let up either. They blew Thanks, out God. a good team 138 to 119. They scored 138 American points today, ladies. <laughs> what a performance. <laughs> Dominating performance uh overall tonight. Um Tiff, I Yes. Kale Durandell says, I don't know what, what to do with my hands. <laughs> I don't either. They looked competent tonight. What do you think? Yo, they looked beyond competent tonight. They they looked like they were having fun. I saw yeah. some high-fiving, some chest bumping, smiling, saw a little two-step. I mean, 
they looked good. Some they of those dunks were frustration dunks. They were just yes, just, yes, <laughs> yes. They look. Listen, you saw, I, saw a little. <laughs> you saw a little Kevin Love, uh, the, the love below from Devin Dave. The, 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 the no love, the no love <laughs> below. <laughs> Uh, uh, Jay Jack says he's still waiting for the Grizz to come back. I am too. I'm I'm surprised. Shabon, they did not <laughs> let up tonight. They let the whole way. No, they didn't. Do they dominant third quarter. Uh, to talk a little bit about their their performance. How they look to you? Hello, Bon. Yeah, I'm sorry. Oh. Not sure what happened. No, you're good. Um, no, they didn't let up, and I was waiting for it too. And I. <laughs> I didn't want to be waiting for it. I knew I shouldn't have been waiting for it. I, I wanted to have the faith in them to not have to think about the comeback. But it was just a little grain in the back. Like these when it was at 20, mm. right before, like a little oh. bit before I spoke called the timeout, I was like, all right, y'all going to get cute. And then they're going to make a comeback. And now you're going to look stupid. But they didn't. <laughs> and it felt like they wouldn't. If they were, all they had to do was maintain what they were doing. They were disciplined, composed mm. in a way that they haven't been in a while. And it felt free or flowing. Um, and like you said, they felt like they had fun tonight, and it was evident. Definitely, and I, and I think um, the connectivity really started with the rotation. Um, this looked, you know, uh, Brady Hawk was talking about um, on Five Reasons uh, about them needing to shorten their rotation and kind of get into their playoff rotation and roles right now, and I completely agree with that. Uh, I think it starts with Kyle off the bench. They finally got Kyle off the bench, and he's really, he, you know, he's had his ups and downs all season. You know, that's well documented, well discussed amongst Heat Twitter and Heat fans. Uh, but I feel like this kind of role with that that stability off the bench has really, really, you know, stabilized the the their weakness for most of the season. Uh, Tiff, what would you think about Kyle off the bench tonight? Um, well, I know, like I've been saying to probably you guys and anybody else. <laughs> Listen, Jimmy that, said bullying works, okay? Exactly. <laughs> it worked tonight. Um that they needed a point guard off the bench. You had, you know, you had ball handlers, but you didn't have good decision makers. Mm -hmm. Um and 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 the thing is with the bench, you don't need Kyle to do too much. You just need him to make good passes and hit the open shot. Yeah. Um, he's been taking the open shots, which we want to see hit or miss. He has to take those shots. He's yeah. been getting the, he's been getting guys in the right positions and he's getting them up and down the court, which is with that unit, with Caleb in that unit, you need them to be running up and down the court. That unit is semi-athletic. There's no reason they should just be playing half court. Um, I like the way that he's looked. I think that there is now you can see a really good balance between him and Caleb. Not, I'm sorry, him and Gabe. Yeah. Um, Gabe gives you a little bit, just enough. Gabe, mm -hmm. you know, because you don't need him to do too much. He's with the starters. Take your shots as you see them. Hit the open man. That's what you need. And he's doing it, and he's playing stout defense. Then you bring Kyle off the bench. And, to, and honestly, you need a replica of what Gabe is giving you. That's pretty much. Kyle throwing one-handed passes down the court. Like you don't need you don't need any of that. You just I need you to get them into the offense. I need you to hit the shooters in their pockets and and 
play whatever kind of defense you playing. I don't know because he's he's guarding up now. So I just need you to guard up and be strong. Yeah, the Kyle the Kyle and Caleb uh, combo off the bench really works well because Caleb is going to be your on ball defender mm-hmm. and Kyle is a good help defender and he, and he he runs the offense offensively. Let's Tyler right. fit in his role and let's Bamford roll that and that grouping was really solid tonight. Uh, Siobhan, I want to talk about. Uh, hear from you on that on on uh, Kyle off the bench and Gabe's stability tonight uh, offensively and defensively. He they really shut down. I mean, you know, they're missing Jaw. They lost Bain early, but they right. they had no answers to get inside tonight. Yeah, and you know, being completely objective about Gabe throughout the season, I have at times been disappointed by his defense, and I've said it aloud with uh, him, Bam. Um, Vic, at times there's been some evident regression to me. There's been some, some, you know, lack of discipline and some effort type of things. But more disheartening is the discipline part of it. Understanding how hard all of them have to work. We talk ad nauseum about how they have to overcome, you know, their other kind of weaknesses by doing things um, at a really high intensity level and really precise for long stretches of time. Um, and with Gabe throughout the season, um, I've seen some, uh, like I said, some regression in that, but tonight and, and over the stretch kind of recently, um, he's been doing the things kind of all season that they need out of, there's a train going by, I have to mute. Um, <laughs> back in. Um, he's been doing the kind of things all season. And it's, I, I talk about him being able to start for Miami. Y'all go ahead. I'll come back once this train <laughs> No problem. No problem. <laughs> But um, yeah, the, the stability that Gabe brings off defensively. When you're starting Kevin Love, we've talked about you need a point of attack defender. Um, Caleb uh, off the bench lets him play the wing off the bench, the the energy wing, which we saw all last season. He thrived that in. Uh, yeah. He can be pesky. He can pick up full court, not have to worry about getting beat up with bigger and, and more athletic guys. Uh, but Trevon, go ahead and continue. The train's gone. And, and it is, I think, um, to, to, to the point about, like, you don't really need either of the point guard spot to do too much. And that's kind of what I've been saying um, about the way that the offense is orchestrated for Miami kind of all season. Their point guards for them aren't doing a bunch of, like, scripted dribble driving, like a bunch of coming off of screens and stuff. They are primarily, like, beginning the play, initiating it, and then relocating, and then being, you know, becoming a part of the rest of the offense. And so um the both of them look good i i do appreciate the stability on the bench again we talked about the bench being unstable at earlier points in the season and it wasn't just the tyler move caleb to the starters also destabilized them a bit and so the i don't know if we do the the kevin love and, and caleb debate or whatever um if, if we have that coming up but you know with kevin like you said is allowed caleb to to kind of go and at least that little area has found some stability. Also, the point guard, to, to your point, has found some stability. And they're they're peaking. They're playing well um, at at the at a, right I guess time. the most optimal time of the mm-hmm. year, right? If you can't be great all season and maintain it, at least right. get better, you know, as it starts to wane. So, right. Yeah, this is a time you know uh, we've talked about the the standings at nauseum. Um, but you know, this is the time the Heat want to make a run. They're two back of Brooklyn right now for a six seed. They don't want to be in the play-in. We don't want right. them to be in the play-in. They're three back of the Knicks. They they play the Knicks two more times, so they kind of control their own destiny destiny with how they play. Um, 
definitely agree with all everything you guys said. Of course, we we usually agree on most things. Um, but yeah, the the rotation. Uh, you know, we t- we could talk about the rotation and uh, a lot tonight because one of the biggest changes was uh, Depot DNP coach's decision. Um, Tiff, how how'd you feel about that? Um, I actually it's funny because I didn't notice it until I saw people commenting on it. Like I, I didn't even notice until I saw people commenting on it. Oh, I noticed immediately. Um, Hamish was the first one off the bench. Like, well, hmm. you know what? Well, I mean, I knew Ham- I knew Hamish was coming when I saw when I saw <laughs> Yurt when I saw Yurt working in slow motion. I said, "I'm back." <laughs> when he looked like he was in everything, everywhere, all at once, I said, "Let me." <laughs> Let, let let me get my Hamish minutes. Let me get my Hamish fix. Um, which I, listen, I because I be, before I say that I need to say, at some point we will be circling back around to Hamish because mm-hmm. there is I I just feel with his skill set, um, his ability to guard up, you're you're gonna need him again. And I like mm-hmm. that he did come in. He got a couple of minutes. He got he got a he got a basket. Um. You know, he got to build a sweat because I think he's going to be back. Um, but with the Vic thing, um, and I think I was telling Bond in, in the chat, I said, I honestly just think, okay, so if he's just not resting, I thought I'd never say this in my lifetime. Like, Tyler and Max was giving you some real good defense out there. Like, and why would you disrupt that? Why would you disrupt what Gabe was giving you? Um you had three guards that were actually playing really good, and sometimes you roll with it, and and that is nothing against Vic, and and people should realize that. Like that has nothing to do with Vic and what he's offered and what he can't offer, because let's be realistic. If Ja Morant was playing in this game, correct. Trust me, you would have saw a lot less Tyler, a mm. lot less Max, because you would have saw more Caleb and more Vic. Mm-hmm. And and to that point, Tiff, and and as we say all the all the time, Frankie, your point about Brady's uh, comments about you know shortening the roster, kind of getting to what your playoff rotation is going to resemble. Um, some of the streaky kind of shooting aside and, and the bad decision making, things that can be cleaned up, things that I've watched other guys clean up, you know, throughout the course of the season. Vic has been giving them something. And so the mm-hmm. idea that like he just all of a sudden is just out of the complete rotation. Why why do we jump so hard to these extremes? Why can't it just be right to Jaws not playing? Vic, we've been kind of managing your minutes all year. You know, why don't you take Kyle needs some more time? He's ramping back yep. up. Um and and let's brush the dust off of Hamish because we're probably going to have to come back to him later this season. I do think that they are shortening the rotation a bit, but I don't think that Vic finds himself on the outside of that rotation because he had a DMP. Maybe he missed curfew last night and they right. suspended him again. Like, you know, that could be kind of any number of things. I don't right. think it's to do with his play and, you know, matchup depending that second, that's that first person off the bench will probably be him. Maybe it will yep. be Hamish. Like they need right. to play with the pieces that they could potentially use without giving unnecessary minutes to you know someone like a Jamal Kane or too too right. much of your but because Bam got in foul trouble, there's no Zeller. So, you know, right. stuff like that. Yeah. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate 
isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Yeah, the the yurting thing, I think uh, I, I do agree that I think High Smith was going to get some minutes tonight either way, but um, he played really well. Uh, you know, Yurt got his little three minute run uh, in there, picked up the three fouls and and had to sit out. Spo almost choked him. You know, I will say, <laughs> I it was it was really ballsy of Spo to to try out the uh, Yurt Kevin Love front court, but man, that man. Was, they didn't look good on the court. <laughs> They did not look Molasses. good on the court, but they are a they are a good looking duo right there. That that would be they the best ha- duo in, in 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 all of basketball. Spoke I just mean, pulled that out of his ass. He, he ain't did. Stop at Yurt and Bam. He went straight for Yurt and Kevin. I'm like, hold on, holiday. Yo, like that's yo, too much. Spoke, that's too much. Spoke said. Spoke said. Let me put a lot of dip on this chip. Let me get me. Listen. Let me get my version of the Twin Towers. <laughs> Listen, that's a soggy ass chip. Oh, that's a, one of them lukewarm <laughs> chips. Like, ooh, mad dip. <laughs> but this, you know, you know, she the, got no and the thing is, nah, man, it was on sale, but two for three. <laughs> Brittle. This, that, shit was, that, that bag of chips was was fifty percent air. <laughs> <laughs> I feel bad because the thing is, is that it's gonna take your time to get mm-hmm. into any type of basketball shape. And the reality is, they just quickness. don't. They, well, I, I'm not even going there. We, me and you, been talking about Yurt's not quickness for a minute. So, but just to even get it to shape, he don't have time. Like, that's no. the, that's the biggest thing. He just doesn't have time. He's he's honestly so lucky that <laughs> Zeller got hurt. Who's uh, eating mayonnaise with chips? Hold on. Why are we different? Chips no, no. He's saying he's saying. I think he, I think yeah. Yurt is a lot Tra- of Dos leches, dos leches. <laughs> That's uh, no, but I I think uh, Yurt is really fortunate because uh, if Zeller was healthy, he would. I don't think Yurt's gonna be playing. I think Yurt Yurt uh would be co- collecting those DMPs. He's got an so- opportunity with with this uh injury to Zeller with the broken nose. Um, but I, I think come playoff time, it's going to be Cody. Like, Cody's earned it. He looks good, way better on both ends. Who do you – okay, so I'm, now I'm thinking of, like, fringe playoff rotation pieces. I don't know if this is on the docket, but Duncan, where do we see him? Is it is he another – okay, we've seen Max kind of pick back up lately. Maybe Max gets a random DMP and we get, like, where – what in you guys is – opinion that's uh i I have duncan on the breaking case of emergency yeah (laughs) roster yeah yeah Yeah. but recognize the emergency quick enough to deploy right 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 
Yeah. I, I, you know, it, and it's funny because like within this stretch, is he going to get enough minutes to start getting a, a decent sweat and a rhythm? How many games they have left? Like what, 12? Not many. It's got to be no not, more than yeah. 13. Not Something many. Like so those are like, I think those are, are, are big things for us to look at as far as like, even with your, with Duncan, um, will they get enough minutes to even for Spo to even feel like he could reach for them in the playoffs? 12 games. Yeah. Yeah. 12 games. Exactly. Um, I think, I think Duncan, it, Duncan's going to be one of those guys. Highsmith too. I think I, I love that he got Highsmith some run tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, Cause we, you know, we talked about those bench lineups. I think when you're, when you're going to play um, Tyler, uh, Kyle, Caleb, and Bam together, that fifth spot is either going to be Max or um, Highsmith. You need a connector there. You, you know, Max can hit the shot. If his defense is playing like it was tonight, uh, you you put, you trust him and you and you live with what, what he gives you offensively. You move the ball well there. Uh, but I think against certain lineups and stuff, you get Highsmith in there. You got a bigger win. You got – Three good defenders there with Kyle. Yeah. If, if Kyle's the fourth best defender on your uh, lineup, that's a pretty good defense right there. And then Hamish is competent from the corner too. Like yep. it's not super sporadic. Mm-hmm. It's not like right. automatic, yeah. but they, right. you're not surprised anymore when his shit goes in. And you shouldn't be. But he, no, he but can he play fits. up. Yeah, he, he fits. does. Yeah. He, he plays yeah. and, and, and he plays up, which is, you know, why I was which so is, happy to see him key. get minutes. He, yeah, because yeah. I think you're going to line up Caleb's on the ball. Mm-hmm. Sorry. Yeah. Well, because yeah, in, in, in that group, Caleb is a point of attack, so you need Bam and and another guy yeah. to be the back line. Right. Someone else to be stout back. Yeah. Right. Right. Yeah. Well, you look at it tonight. the The best part of tonight was did Jimmy play the fourth quarter? No, Jimmy played twenty eight minutes. The, that's the best part about tonight. Bullying works. Absolutely. Yeah, he well, did. No, it doesn't. Listen, doesn't. Jimmy, Jim, Jimmy walked in there and said, "Look at this photograph." Oh my god! <laughs> Take her out, brass. <laughs> um, more like, look at this sociopath. Uh, no, but you, you know, I, I think today, you know, we a lot has been talked about, rightfully so, about this recent stretch of Jimmy, uh, balling out and and like kind of taking the lead. I think. I don't think the team plays as well as it can when Jimmy does that. I, I think the proof is in the team, in the team's success when Jimmy has to do that. But I think part of that is also on Jimmy to recognize that he needs to get his teammates involved. He needs to, like, empower them. Like, it's also on Bam and Tyler to do, and all the other guys to contribute and do their job. But Jimmy also has to be like, hey, I got to get you the ball in right spots. I got to move the ball. I got to uh, not hold the ball. I got to make sure that I'm not stagnant with uh, on offense. And I, I can't get cut in front of Bam when Bam's going to the basket and bringing my defender with me. It's stuff like that that Jimmy right. can really help the team out by doing less and help himself yeah. out too. You, you know, the funny part is Jimmy had a dominant, what, first quarter and then mm-hmm. half of a second quarter. Um, the thing about it is, is that Jimmy didn't do anything to get them going. If you actually watch, they actually got themselves going by moving, by calling for the ball, yep. by setting good screens. Like they were doing fundamental work 
And that's how they were productive. And Jimmy was able to be, oh, you're open. Boom. Easy pass. Not have to force anything. Not have to yell at people. Not have to do a lot of pointing. Like, bam, made decisions early. Like, let me get in the post. All right, I don't have it. I'm passing it. I'm moving the ball. Like, yes. they got them. You know, it was. it's funny because... You 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 love to see big games by Jimmy, but you don't want to see a big game where you win by two against a team that's like twelfth in the division. Like you don't want to see that. Um, they they have they have to help themselves, and and I think that like we we also forget that a lot of times Jimmy he does wait around in games to see what other people are going to do. Mm-hmm. Like he doesn't just come out initially and just say, right. "Let me just." get us going there's been a lot of games where he's played playmaker and no one's done anything so tonight it just seemed like everybody found like a really good balance of what they should be doing um and it wasn't like a spectacular game by bam but it was a good game by bam it was it you know it was the best game to me that we've seen from him in a while and i'm not talking about just like points I'm just talking about him just being active. Yeah, the liveliness in his body, impactful. There's a balance. And and like you said, they have to help one another strike it. Um, And tonight felt like there was a stretch earlier in the season. I think Jimmy came back from injury or maybe it was last season. I don't know. It's all run together. But (laughs) we were having kind of a similar conversation and – and I saw something tonight that that reminded me of a very specific play when when I first saw it. And that, like you said, with Bam, you know, like catching in the post, not holding it, moving it when he didn't have it. Jim, Jimmy caught it on the left wing, and whereas he's been like taking his time and sizing dudes up lately, he gave a quick turn, eh, didn't try to force it, moved it, and then they still had time for Tyler to go and do some one-on-one stuff. The 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 key is going to be. Can Tyler, can Bam, can Caleb, can Gabe give them enough to where Jimmy doesn't have to do, you know, the shit that makes it ugly, but still produce like, look, this don't look good, but this is what I have to do to get points. He doesn't want to play that way. Like, yeah, he wants to bruise. He wants to bruise and and wants to battle, but he doesn't want to have to do it himself. He doesn't want to have to necessarily do it in a, a, like, foreboding type of way. Like, if he could play all games like this – 23 and 28 minutes and just the distribution across the, yes. the lineup, you know, I, I 9.7 times out of 10 would bet that he would, if for nothing else, it preserves him. So should some mm-hmm. shit slide toward the end, he still has it to, to go ahead and, and be hero Jimmy. Yeah. But um, six assists for, for Jimmy yeah. uh, six assists for Tyler, like the mm-hmm. ball was moving. This was one of the, yeah. the game, like, you know, you know, obviously, this is Memphis at their best Correct. and stuff. Correct. But we've seen Miami play teams not at their best. We've seen Miami mm-hmm. play all sorts of teams and play down to their level. And Miami, this was one of the only performances this season that I can say that they looked purposeful. They, they felt looked, professional. They were yes, they and moving yes. with They were running yes. routes with specific like plans. They was new thing. Like they felt fresh and precision yeah. based tonight. The spacing, the cutting, like everything looked great. It looked like yeah. an NBA team in 2023 should. Yeah. Uh, the ball was moving. You know, they had 33 assists, 13 turnovers. 
that just mm-hmm. shows like they've had such turnover issues this second half of the season mm-hmm. that um second you know like games. For, yeah just fumbling the ball just so, right. like n- not even uh trying to do too much just low iq low effort low right. awareness low attention to detail kind of things mm-hmm. and today was a, a, just a, a phenomenal performance tonight i i was yeah. so impressed by every how they looked on both ends right i think that the insertion of kyle with the second unit that helps turnovers because yeah. you don't have you know because the one thing that we've all said all season is um let max play his role mm-hmm. like let max play his role put yeah. caleb back in his role and oh put God. caleb back let, in his role everyone everyone right everybody. like we you know we don't want to see all of a sudden caleb out there dribble 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 crossing over it's caleb time when that's not his game <laughs> Or you know you don't want to see you don't want to see Max running a hundred pick and rolls where he's gotten better as a passer, but he's he, but you don't need that repeatedly from him. Yeah, you know. Yes. So so like Kyle has enabled them for Max to be able to to be comfortable in the role and like where the pass is there, make the pass, but not have to make the pass. You know what I'm saying? Like don't you mm-hmm. don't have to force the pass. Force the pass. Yeah. Yeah. Last thing yeah. I want to say about the bench, I don't want to, I don't want to hog it. And the rotations in which Tyler is the first sub out, and it's either Vic or Hamish, and giving Tyler still some more extended time with the bench runs uh, helps too. Just mm-hmm. as yeah. additional, because then that leaves yeah. Jimmy out a little bit longer. Bam, them two of them can man the starters, and then you know, fresh right. Tyler for yeah, the yeah. You, you want to have two of the, you have two uh, of those guys on the floor at all times to run the offense and like he you know kind of complement each other they like you have tyler with one with one of them at all times like it should not be a tyler led uh right. offense like the, no. the bench isn't strong enough for tyler yeah. to lead tyler tyler's game is at his best when tyler. he's off the ball tyler yeah. i i think i feel like this was one of the tyler's strongest performance of the season uh just his decisiveness he was aggressive getting to the rim he only he shot two of six from three but nine of 14 from the field like that, you don't yeah. see too like I'll, like last season. You would see Tyler do that, but it, it would be so much off mid range, tough shots, working so hard. This was like an effortless in the flow of the offense kind of game for him, and that's when they're at their best. When Tyler is off the ball and and playing like that, moving the ball, the the offense overall was moving and 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 decisive and and uh, looking for for energy. Siobhan, you'd love talking about how the ball finds energy, and this offense overall today was finding the energy. Yeah. Oh, I don't. Know. I thought Tip had something. No, you're no, right. Was... And everyone feels involved. Every that's how the collective yeah. team morale yeah. picks up. And you have people cheering for each other genuinely. You have like yeah. constructive. Constructive yes. releases of frustration, like God damn, finally, like you know, yes. it's all real cathartic. Yeah, now now it's on them, Tiff, uh, to really get into some momentum of uh, of carrying this over. Like we've seen them right. have these kind of games this season once right. in a while, but they can they haven't had it as a stretch. And this right. is where you know this is the time where they need to fucking get it together and and find out who they are. Right. I think that this is, you know, this this can be the step. This can be like a momentum builder. Um, they just got to put it to like. There's really nothing else you can say at this point. They you you came out tonight and you dropped what one thirty eight 
what did they score? Yep. hundred. So it could be done. It could be done. Like there's, it can be done. Um, are you going to get 138 every night? No. no, but should, but should you be scoring 99 points? No, Hell you should no. not. So there is a, there's a happy medium that they can find and get offense on the board. Um, but tonight actually let me know they got to get back to playing defense. Like tonight showed me, play the defense. The points will come. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. Sage. <laughs> Put it on the shirt. Play the defense. Put it on the shirt for the sure. The points will come. Well, I I do want to just touch base on the uh, final stretch. You know, Siobhan mentioned that it was um, twelve uh, games left on the season. There's three of them are against uh, Detroit. Two against Detroit. One against Orlando. So those are, you know, non-contending teams, tanking teams. But we've seen them lose to those kind of teams all season, so they need to take care of business there. Mm -hmm. The rest of it is teams fighting for playoff positioning or for uh, for a playoff seed in general. This is And, and we know they, they're in the same boat. If mm -hmm. they can pull off a stretch here, just get it together, 12 games, uh, a 9-3, and three, something like that, that could really get their momentum going to the for the playoffs good season you win you're over 45 wins for the season uh i think that that's a strong enough finish to end up uh in, in the non-playing bracket what do you guys think i i do i agree and it'll it's a lot of character building and like you said we've seen them um you know kind of shift the bed to some teams that they shouldn't have before and you know, they can't afford to do that right now. Just you have one good win. Like we were saying earlier, you have to string these things together and you should want mm -hmm. to string things together so that you can get comfortably out of having to play yourself into the playoffs. Like, come on, like this is low-key embarrassing. Like you, let's just continue to be <laughs> gentlemen and professionals and do the shit that we know that we should be doing. And really the um, first double-digit win since January 18th against the Pelicans. Mm. That's Two nice. months ago. Two, Two months ago. Mm. And so, you know, hopefully they, they do good on this. And I think it is a, I say eight, def, I say nine and three, I'm super, super happy with eight and four and a hard, uh, that fourth loss was hard fought and someone important and everyone still played well and they, they felt good. It was just a loss for right. whatever reason. Feels yeah, I mean, I take a deep breath, then go, go forth <laughs> and whatever the hell is going to happen is going to happen. Right. No, I agree. I think that the idea would be you got to go out and handle business because that sitting and waiting and thinking that the Knicks or the Nets are just going to crumble. Exactly. Yeah. Wake up. It ain't happening. Like these, both of these teams are scrapping every night, win or lose. So you're gotta, you gotta go out and take care of business and then hopefully the odds are in your favor because you could still go out and take care of business and still end up in the play. Absolutely. With, you know, and you know what? Maybe then if you go out and take care of business, you end the play in, maybe that momentum will carry you forward. You know, like, but you need something that um that gives you hope internally and inside that locker room. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it, it's it's gotta be a lot of process right now. Getting, mm -hmm. you know, it's not it's not just about wins. Obviously, wins very much matter with the playoff seeding and getting out of the play-in. But you do want to be playing your best basketball. This game was encouraging. Uh, Chad is mentioning that I said last last game uh, that they suck. 
yes, they did. They have sucked all season. This was a, not a sucking game. The, right. This the the heat of uh, last week would have played down to this opponent and and not nut up and 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 would have just shut up at the end. And Desmond Bain would have dropped forty five on them. Thanks. But no, this is this was a different game. They looked they looked a lot better today. I just like I really liked what I saw out of everybody, and I, I it was encouraging for me. Um, Siobhan, so they have, uh, you know, we've mentioned the Knicks and, and the, the, and the Nets, they have three games, uh, against those, uh, two against the Knicks, one against the Nets coming up, uh, within the next week. They, that's the stretch right there. That's the stretch where they need to really take care of business. If they, if they want to, right. to make it in uh, out of the plan. I think they split the Knicks. I think they split the Knicks games and they should beat Brooklyn kind of handedly if they actually are who I think that they are. Even with Brooklyn's length and their athleticism and stuff, like we should have enough to like the Brooklyn game should be fine. I see them losing one of them to the to the Knicks just because the Knicks um haven't shadowed themselves like everyone just expected them to do. So um but yeah, the overall is, is an important stretch. And and I'm going to say they shouldn't lose either game to the Knicks. And you know why? Because Bam should take it personally. Mm-hmm. I agree. And and I'm not calling out nobody else's name. Bam mm-hmm. should take that <laughs> matchup with Randall personally. Mm-hmm. Like, I, go at him. He can't guard you. Like, I'm and, and I'm not I'm not besmirching Julius Randall because he's having a really good year. But realistically, he can't guard Bam. Like, it, it is what it is. And he should take it personally, and they should win all three of those games. Because the problem is, if you don't win all three of those games, you're relying on them to lose other games. Mm-hmm. So, so listen, go out there, be Katniss, <laughs> take everybody out, <laughs> and, and make it home. Put the odds in your yes. Put the odds in your favor. Don't wait on somebody to help you. Tiff said. Tiff said it's time for them to be catching fire. <laughs> the heat. Oh, look at that. Put it on Paul. Put it on the shirt. <laughs> Miami Heat catching fire. That's let that be the hey, playoff thing. That should be the. Don't say that too loud. <laughs> I know. God damn. <laughs> don't um, say it too loud. Hold up. We don't went through the whole gamut. Frankie, I ain't get no max praise. I only showed up to talk about Max. Oh, I'm saying God, that because you know that's what everybody think anyway. So I'm just saying it. I'm here with your boy Max. What's up, Tiff? How you doing? Hope everything's mm. well. Mm. Cheers. <laughs> now play the train clip. Mm. <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Mm. Give me that. Mm, 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 mm. Um <laughs> Big stretch right here. Uh, I, I think I think um, a key element of this week as well. Uh, this Wednesday night, they don't play again until Saturday. They have a back to back at Chicago and at Detroit. Those are two very Chicago's fighting for a playing spot. They're just out of the playing right now. They are the 11 seed right now, it's tied with the Wizards. But I think by tiebreaker, the Wizards are ahead. Um, that this is a crucial stretch because. If they lose, if they split that or lose both of those games, all this goodwill is oh, for yeah. Them. Yeah. Is for yeah. Them. yeah. They need to win they two and all right there, back to backs. Yep. Or this is like that one Boston game that one time in the season we beat them and we're like, <laughs> yay, we fixed it. And then they came we out back. and like, 
immediately. I think it was, and I think we broke it again against the Pistons. It was, against, I thought it was either the Pistons or Memphis. Somebody. Exactly. Oh my God. It was like Memphis would like, they, they were down, uh, I think Jay Jack mentioned it. They were down like three starters. Right. And exactly. Miami went in high and mighty, like this game is ours exactly. instead of earning it. And that's that's been their problem when they've had a performance like this. Like you mentioned the, the uh, Boston uh, game, and then they just have a letdown right after. The Cavs game like a week ago. They, then they blow the, the second yeah. night of a back-to-back a winnable game in, in Orlando. Like that that's – when we'll know they they've taken that step. I I love. I think we all loved what we saw tonight, uh, process wise, performance wise, but it needs to carry over. It yeah. needs to be consistent. They can't be like hey, we fixed it. We don't got to play hard anymore. That take what worked for you tonight and carry that over for the rest of the season. Embrace this identity. Jimmy's hinted at that like all season. Like mm-hmm. we show up thinking we can just like we just want to beat people and that we don't have to put our best foot forward. Like these other people aren't about to put their best foot forward mm-hmm. every time too. So right. like you said, they just got to keep it going. That's where they miss PJ the most. I feel like yes. PJ because when they would get into lulls last year, video. yeah, like PJ, like PJ didn't have to be loud like box score wise, but he made loud plays and effort plays, mm-hmm. and they really, really yep. missed that this season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they got to go yeah. through PJ uh, and the Philadelphia 76ers. I kind of want that matchup now. G G's been hyping it up. He wants to. He wants Philly scared. <laughs> he says. He says Philly's scared. I think Philly would be scared of the Heat in the, in the playoffs. You know what? It's 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 not the Heat. People people know they don't want to see Jimmy healthy. Mm-hmm. Because like like he said, he's gonna be a battering ram, and he's just gonna <laughs> get whatever he wants and he's a deflating type of player whereas you really are okay i got you locked up i got tyler locked up oh kyle you're not going nowhere and then out of nowhere here's jimmy with the Mm -hmm. three-point play so he he deflates you you think you you've got it all but you you know you don't have nothing and also like let's be realistic you don't know what hair he's showing up with (laughs) all right (laughs) <laughs> Tiff, we talk about impact and like Tim Timmy. Jimmy is an impactful scorer, and mm-hmm. it, it's it's a space for a, a deeper conversation, kind of on it. But like you said, he does a lot of things that that do deflate you, and the way that he goes about his points, he's not a jump shooter, so that his margin for error is a bit bigger because he's not taking all of these contested type shots. He knows what he needs to get to, and more than likely, he's going to be able to get to it again and it kind of again and again and. And right. it just wears you, and then the rest of the avalanche. That's it. Yeah, I mean, that's how Miami Heat are supposed to play. Like, they're supposed to wear yes. you down uh, defensively and offensively, and, and it's just been that lack of identity that I feel like has been their constant problem. Like, they there's there was never a purpose offensively for what they were doing. Like, mm-hmm. they had the word. It, it wasn't just about shots not falling. Like, Tyler was getting his, Bam was getting his, Jimmy was getting his. But there was no purpose offensively. It just looked like a mess. Like, mm-hmm. like it. There was so much wrong. There was no cohesion there. It was mm-hmm. just like you get yours, and I get mine, then he gets right. his. It's not like, hey, we're trying to break you down defensively and get to the cup or anything like that. Carly Tiana said, "I'm so happy watching Kevin Love cheering from the bench." <laughs> <laughs> That's a good looking man right there, Song Pepper. <laughs> Yeah, it's Pepper. He he's he's giving distinguished. Ooh. <laughs> the most class. interesting man in the world. Exquisite. 
<laughs> he looks like the, he looks like he could be a member of a band. And what band would that be? Oh, I don't know. Uh, Chat. Chad, we got anything for Kevin Love? Kevin Love um, boy bands? Boy bands. <laughs> well, we, we know we know tonight he there was no love below from Desmond Bain uh, for Kevin. Uh, took a shot, man. That, the poor Kevin. I, he, I hope he's not planning on having kids soon. That, it was so aggressive and prolonged. It was. Like, it just stayed. Like, get out of that. He said you Falcon Right, but not not only did he stay, I saw like a lift, a little, 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 little squeak. Yeah, nah. he, he, he's a... so damn strong too. With those four arms, right? So he lifted Kevin off the ground. <laughs> like, Kevin, Kevin is a big man. That's a big it's like man. a damn like a cartoon, like boink, and he just pops up. Jeez, like, you deflated that man. Uh, Chad is Chad is calling um uh, the Beach Boys. Um, <laughs> Beach balls. Beach balls. <laughs> Everyone is talking about magnesium. It's all you hear about. But why? What do we know about magnesium? Well, magnesium is the number one mineral that 75% of Americans are deficient in. If you are a woman over 35, magnesium will help you rediscover balance, energy, and vitality. Magnesium supports more than 300 enzymatic reactions in your body, including those involved in hormonal balance. From functional medicine doctors to mental well-being and female hormone experts, we all know that magnesium is the one mineral to improve all aspects of well-being and health. But which one? Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers. The trusted choice recommended by leading experts with seven best-absorbed forms of magnesium to ensure your body receives the support it needs for overall well-being. Go to bioptimizers.com balance today and use code BALANCE10 for 10% off. Support your journey to wellness at B-I-O-P-T-I-M-I-Z-E-R-S dot com forward slash balance. Magnesium Breakthrough from Bioptimizers, your foundation to optimal health and vitality.